God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Saturday, October 17th, 2020, year of our mighty Lord. This is the Raw House Podcast Experience. This is the preeminent podcast experience. I am your host, Hassan Raw. We are also live on Facebook. I don't give a fuck who ain't watching who is. We live, baby. We got that Saturday morning raw. Yeah, what up, Ken? Welcome, man. Welcome, man. We're recording live. Now you can interact with the show. You can tell me what you want. I got some shit I got to talk about, man. Uh, and anybody who misses this, this will be up on the YouTube channel, which y'all still haven't found in the mystery world. And uh, this will also be posted right after this. Well, I'll give y'all time to deal with this. Then I'll post it on the Anchor app and the Spotify. This is the Raw House. What is this? This is the Raw House Podcast Experience. I am your host, Hassan Raw. Hassan Diaby, Shaka Bell, Shaka Man, Shaq Diesel, that doofy nigga, that'll whoop your ass. And welcome to the Raw House. My house is your house. As you see, we got revolutionary spirits all around us, man. And uh, I guess we could call today's show, this morning's show, Saturday. It's going to be called Saturday Morning Raw. We could call this, uh, we are... Who our social engineers designed us to be. Now, the first social engineers in your life, mostly, if you've been blessed, you have a mother and a father. These are your social engineers. The first ones. And then you have brothers, sisters, pardon my French, extended brothers and sisters, family, friends, people you uh, meet along the journey of life. And these become extended family, yes? These are your social engineers. These are the people who tell you what's good, what's not good, how to act, how to behave. And anyone who's out of that is known as a revolutionary. You're a rebel against the grain. Black sheep. But the real purpose of my show today. My bad. There's supposed to be music in the background. That's what I was like, what's missing here? It sounds like some boring shit. Hold on, I gotta check the levels. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we got the raw house, my bad, y'all. Lights upon that. The more I look at life, you know they say the rabbit hole is deep. The more I truly examine life, and I try and examine with an open brain, open heart, because, you know, at my basis, I'm a Muslim man, we're supposed to seek knowledge from cradle to cradle. And there's a part, you know, you ever hear somebody say that the real hero in your life is your mama? I know these sound all cliche, but it's gonna go someplace deep for y'all people that want something real deep. And completely totally shit. The real heroes are your mama. Your real hero is your daddy. Even if, even if it's your punk ass daddy who you never met and ran away. Trust me, that's a hero. He's a real hero. Your mama's a real hero. You don't ever have to worry, dude. The movie theater's closed for 2020. You've met all the superheroes in your life. Nigga, bitch, you are a superhero. You know why? And it's not because Oh, I survived this and this and that. It's because your life is real and it's not scripted. Oh, we going somewhere. 
going somewhere. Because we've all heard all the world's a stage. The more I examine his story, oh, I like how I said that instead, because I was intending to say historical, so it came out historical. The more I examine his story, let me do it like, and his story, excuse me, Cliff story, excuse me, clitoris, excuse me, clitoris category. But the more I study his story, historical figure, these niggas ain't shit. <laughs> these niggas ain't who they said they was, man. <coughs> All cap. So I got my thinking New York Giants cap on today. Melanated Giants, that's what that represents, fuck boy. They all cap. And <laughs> it's been generations of professional capping going on. And all the world is a stage. And you really realize everything you've been watching is a movie that didn't happen in your own life. And you know, they always say, you are who you were when you were a child. You are who you were when you were a child. And I was always a very inquisitive child. And also a very skeptical child. I was a very inquisitive and skeptical child. I didn't even believe no one existed outside the house. I'm like, how, how that's happening outside? Why? I don't believe it. I'm not out there. So I ain't see it. Man, you cat. It wasn't until I go to school. It wasn't until I go to uh, 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 good looking on that connect. You still a fake ass connect, but I love you, man. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't until I go to school and I get around the new social engineers. Because as my mother used to tell me when I used to misbehave in school, this is going to be your house longer than the house you in here, which is true. So this is the new parent you have. The Jewish lady with the belt up to here. The class smells bad and the door closed is hot. That's your new social engineer. You see how quick we go up and down? Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Especially for us. So it wasn't until I got with the social engineers of school that I start to believe in shit that I can't see. Motherfuckers in here believe a white man is coming in Christmas to give them gifts. Now, I didn't even need to be Muslim not to believe that shit. That's why I say I am who I am because of who I am. Because back then, that shit sounded cockamamie and shit. I haven't even seen a white man in a church avenue. And you niggas talking about niggas coming to give us gifts? But eventually we have to get into a, 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 a collective delusion. To, to, to get through society. We have to get to a collective delusion to get through society. If you miss what I'm talking about, don't worry, this will be up on the Royal House Podcast, anchor.fm slash hustle. Thank you for your donations. If you look around, it's gotten kind of roomy in here. I ain't showing you everything. You can't let the fuckboys see everything. They do their voodoo on it. And that's another thing. That's why I hate it. It's such a terrible thing to be. Because you realize these people that we cocksuck in history and historical figures, they're the biggest haters and player haters, man. It ain't the, 
They say it's the it's the person that wins the war who survived. You know, Starscream says some real shit in Transformers. He says, sometimes, Lord Megatron, cowards do survive. Yeah, it's that Weasley motherfucker. That's a real hater. And guess what? Weasel's gonna live a long time because he got all kind of tricks and traps in. And he's living out his purpose as well because his purpose is to be a satanic weasel on this earth. And guess what? His story gonna be told. Because he's gonna win the war and he's gonna be alive at the end. Because good people, that's my point in all of this. We've been social engineered. We don't even know who the fuck we are. Every day. That's why 2020, you see so many people going crazy because they had to sit their ass in the house. And you didn't have to go run off and do this and do that. Niggas, sit your ass down. And niggas went crazy. Some people still going crazy. They don't even know it. I know. I went crazy. You went crazy too. You ain't got front for me. Like you all saying and shit. You put your underwear on your head, motherfucker. You did it. Or maybe that was just me. But, you know, that's why this shit is so crazy, man. I'm looking for my lighter, man. You see, the guy telling me not to smoke. But that's another thing I want to say too is uh, with this whole Black Lives Matter movement right now too, this all goes into what I'm talking about, social engineering. They call this, we are who the social engineers created us to be. All right? My bad. But as we tear down their statues, ours get torn down too. So that's why now the information is becoming more and more public by a lot of our heroes, and I used to say a lot of our heroes are informants. Nigga, a lot of our heroes were performers. That's right. They was out here playing a motherfucking role. So often when you hear about somebody get blackballed from this bitch ass world we exist in, you dig me? When you hear about that, you know what that means? That's a person who went off script. <laughs> That's a person who went off script. That, that wasn't how it was supposed to go. So now nobody, none of the people in the acting troupe are going to talk to you. Isn't that what would happen on a fucking screen? A big time, uh... Isn't that what would happen on a big time, uh... A movie? A movie? Production, wouldn't that happen? One nigga go off script, you keep going off script. Okay, you've written out this movie. <laughs> We're gonna pretend like you're not here. Or we can put you in the movie, and nigga, the way we edit this shit, it's like you're not even here. So that's what blackballing is in this grand scheme of the world. You know, you know what I'm talking about. It's when you go off script. You know what I mean? And, uh, a lot, of, a lot of times, let me just get into it, man. Y'all know I love Tupac, right? Y'all know Tupac is my dude. Let me stop pussyfooting around the pussy and put it in. Y'all know I love that nigga Pac, right? I've been examining for the past few. There's always a part of me been kind of like, nigga, it's a little bit of Cap Capistrani, Capadonna going in here. Not Capadonna, but you know, Capa. Like your Capa, the Don of Capa. Don Columinati. Nigga. Nigga say he was an actor. But the only, I'm gonna tell you how brainwashing works. The only reason I can accept that, and Tupac Shakur and Asian Provocateur, don't they don't go together? Tupac Shakur, Asian Provocateur. 
Tupac Shakur, Asian provocateur. Don't it funny how that go together? I still fuck with Tupac, I still fuck with his music. I'm just letting you know that I will not reject any theory that goes against my theory of life because Nigga, my theory of life can change by the second. That's why I'm making this show called We Are Who The Social Engineers Design Us To Be. And Tupac is one of the greatest social engineers to ever walk the earth. Meaning, this is the person who shaped minds. Some people, the first time they hear or even understand a black person beyond, you just have a chocolate face. Like the Russian bitches used to call me chocolate face. Is when they hear Tupac talk. So this is the first mentality they come into. Uh-huh. How many brothers you know? How many brothers we know threw their lives away in the 90s? Man? How did we how did we survive the 90s? That's something I talk about. The 90s was basically, if you look at it with your day live glasses on, and you look back at the 90s and you survived it, and you look with your day live glasses, do you know what you see? Kill yourself, nigga. That's what everything was. Kill yourself, nigga. The music was kill yourself, nigga. The clothes was kill yourself, nigga. Niggas had watches with bullets and the fucking shit on here. That was the shit kids was watching, rocking in junior high school. Huh? Nigga, they used to have 40 ounce. They used to have 64 ounce of malt liquor in the 90s. A jug, nigga carry that shit like this. My man had an old, uh, old uh, bottle in that here, like a commemoration type situation. Everything about the 90s was kill yourself. How many brothers lost in that time war? That's why they keep technology back. I'm going off script. I was supposed to talk about this later. That's why they keep technology back. You know how many brothers could do this shit I'm doing now way better than me, way back? But with this courage, they don't have the, uh, they don't think the means are available to them. Look now. Fucking press of a button. Somebody donate me a few scraps. And I can get this, that, that, that. And I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I just go to a fucking internet and say, Hey, I want to build a podcast studio for how much? $150. And shit pops up. Like, boom, boom. It wasn't like that in the 90s. It wasn't like that in the 80s. It wasn't like that in the 70s. But this is why the social engineers are releasing all this technology. And let's keep it. This is the most dumbed down society has ever fucking been. Especially American society. We are at a dangerous level of stupidity. And look what you can do with just a few fucking scraps. And I'm probably not even the best equipped to do this. The best equipped to do this probably died in the 90s in a fucking gang violence or uh, gunfire situation. Do you see what I'm saying here in the macro sense, man? We are who the social engineers created us to be. You know, for years, I was mad at C. Dolores Tucker because she talked down on my heroes. But you know what? Like I said, a lot of my heroes were paid performers, man. And I'm gonna tell you what's sad about it, because I'm, I'm bearing my soul with y'all as well here. Let me make sure I'm still recording on the thing, too. Yeah, we still going. Because I want y'all to understand, man, it's sad even when I look at it from my personal perspective. Because I say the only reason I can accept this is because your boy Biggie, he was an actor too. Niggas was playing, man. Big role. And a lot of shit I, I denied then. I used to be like, now, if niggas is trying to kill me in the street, I damn sure ain't doing no album called Life After Death. 
where I get into a fucking uh, a hearse. I'm not getting into no hearse for shit. If niggas is calling my house, like they said it was, talking about I'm gonna shoot you, I know you be at this studio and T-neck and this, I'm not getting in no hearse. I'm not doing no album pretending I'm dying. You understand what I'm saying? All these niggas was playing a dangerous game of cap. Because when you get to the higher level of everything, it's a fucking production. <laughs> Y'all gonna find out on your own, man. Throw your rocks at me, man. The only reason I can accept it now is because I realized your man Biggie was part of the show, too. Y'all know who killed them, filled them, laid them with the Rugas on the desert. Dying ain't the shit, but it's pleasant. Kinda quiet. Watch my niggas bring the riot. Yeah, when he died, didn't they have a riot in Bed-Stuy, bruh? Come on, man. We are who our social engineers created us to be. One of the illest things I ever heard a nigga say was Saigon. Y'all remember Saigon, the rapper? He said some real ass shit, Saigon. You know what I'm saying? Saigon said, Saigon said, <laughs> I'm just checking the levels. I'm not that professional with this. I gotta check and make sure. Please make sure y'all can hear me. If y'all can hear me, say something, man. So let me know y'all can hear me. And I'm not only hearing myself in this and that and that. But Saigon did a lot of time. The yard father, he did some time in the bank. He said, yo, I like this view, by the way. This is the Batman villain view. Dang, 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 dang. Batman. Saigon said, growing up in the hood, he listened to certain rappers. I'm not going to bash them because I like these brothers. You see, that's that fan shit, that social engineer. Yeah. No, what I'm really saying is, I'm not gonna talk about them because these are my social engineers. By the way, I love them. So he said his social engineers told him how to be a real nigga. And he went out on, uh, on copy, copy my brother. And he went out on Livonia and, and Pitkin and he lived out that rap shit. And they sent his ass upstate. And he said he come out and get in the rap game and get around these niggas. He said these niggas is pussy. He said not only do these niggas pussy, these niggas got hot dogs up his butt. Talking about some peppermint tea and shit. He said this ain't, this the nigga who I wasted my life for? Think about that. We don't think about that, man. And then we go around and we mad and see the Lord's Tucker. Even though she had her own reason, she's an actress also playing a role. I hate to say this, because what else is to talk about this? We talk about, and that's why people get at me. That's why I'm happy I still talk about movies. Niggas be like, yo, movies and shit. Nigga, the whole, everything you talking about is a movie, other than our lives. That's why I had to get up and talk about this, because I got to apologize to you. To myself, to my family, to my friends, to my teammates. Y'all are the real celebrities. Our lives were real. Our lives are real. It's not scripted. You know what I'm saying? I was telling a dude the other day, I appreciate the Miami Heat's effort the other night. Give me what you can give back to that. I hope you knew that. I said, I appreciate their effort. I said, because that was like a high school effort. You know what I'm saying? Real. And you know, my coach Vern used to always say, man, that NBA, that's not reality. 
called on me. My boy, uh, my coach, my boy, Coach Vernon said the NBA ain't reality, and probably not now until I get to this age. Don't you fuck up now, nigga. Probably only now until I get to this age is rather unique. Do I really understand that? You know what I'm saying? There's certain shit you just gotta be alright with at that level. So I apologize. Apologize to yourself too, because you the real celebrity. That's what happens in this life. You work so hard to get to a level and you think you're gonna meet these people and like, yeah. And these people calling in shit, man. And they ain't got no game. They just did like snakes to take your game and suck off you. By the way, the cash app is Shaka Man Poppy. Shaka Man Poppy. That's H A K K A M M O. Martin Poppy. Cash app. We got to support each other. We the real celebrities. I say that on the anchor advertisement of this show. But I hope y'all really understand that is the truth. We the real celebrities. These niggas fight off us. Saigon thought he was, uh, I hate to say it, it was Onyx. Saigon thought he was being Onyx. No, Onyx was being you, nigga. My homie, uh, all my big homies, King Aziz, Big Mo, who thought they were projecting themselves as Biggie. Nah, that nigga was projecting himself as y'all. Even me, I'm such a fan of Tupac Shakur, which rhymed with Agent Provocateur. And I think I'm projecting his image. No, he's projecting my image. These people be living scripts. And tomorrow, I can find a blueprint tomorrow and throw this one away. But I hope y'all are getting something from this, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it's all a fucking movie. For real deal. For real deal. It's all like a fucking movie out here. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, I can't, I can't. The world is a movie theater. And the movie is fear. That's what this is all about. And why do they sell fear in the movie theater of life? Because that keeps us on a low vibration. That's right. The movie theater of life keeps us on a low vibration of fear. And you've heard Marilyn Manson say that before. You know, if they keep you afraid, you need toothpaste. If your tooth ain't good, no one will fuck you. My teeth are good, women still ain't fucking me. So you see, that, you, you don't gotta be afraid of that. It's true either way. You see? But they got you afraid of everything. And it's really true. And it keeps you on a low vibration. And when you're on a low vibration, you're susceptible to anything. And that's what 2020 is all about. It is a big ass hoax. It has been a big ass hoax. But the reality is. If you believe this shit, you'll be caught up in it. If you're on this low vibration of this movie, we get up and watch every day. What's real? The fart that come out your ass, the breath that hits your nose when you get up, the pee that hit the toilet, the shower you gotta take to make your stinking ass smell better. That's all real. Once you start turning on this fucking idiot box, these boxes, isn't it funny how like, we watch these uh, cartoons and comic book movies, we say they're so out of touch. But aren't they all ruled by boxes? The mother box. The cube. Nigga, the TV. The iPad. The 
remote control or fucking fucking square cocks for your ass. Right up your mind. And why do I always say up your ass? Why do you always say up your ass, gentlemen? Oh, gee, Rocky. I always say up your ass because that's the way it's your mind. That's your fucking soul. When your spinal tap get bust out. That's why a lot of them footballs, their eyes always be like this. Their spinal tap bust out. That nigga ain't even a human being no more. He's susceptible to all kinds of low vibrations. That's why when you get away from fuck boy and fuck woman people, you suddenly can't get sick no more. Even though you can, but you remember before, you used to be getting sick around certain people. Man, I always got a snotty nose. Man, I'm always itchy. It's because you're around fuck boy and fuck boy people. That's right. Low vibration. And it ain't even that. They're not even probably fuck boy people. They just fuck boy people for the vibrational level you on. And I hate to be on this vibrational level, but this is true. I'm 42. I'll be 42 in a couple of months. Uh, so I just say I'm 42. I ain't afraid of no age. I'm going to be 43, 44, 45, 55, 65, 105, 115. Don't give a fuck. Take this spacesuit as long as we can get it, man. That's all we really know. What the social engineers tell you? After this, you're going up. You're going down. Nigga, I've been on this shit, and I've been going up, and I've been going down. And I'm not doubting the belief of the afterlife. I do believe in the afterlife. But that's my belief. We are who our social engineers engineered us to be. I am who Tupac engineered me to be. But it was already written in my soul that I would adapt to his train of thinking, which ain't really his train of thinking. It's my train of thinking. I've actually really done the thinking. This nigga was playing a part. Uh, it hurts my heart to say it. Because if over the past like year and a half, I couldn't really listen to his music like I used to. I used to be like, Nigga. you know, you listen to something enough. If I say today, 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 it already sounds different, right? Yeah, I listen to this shit so much, I can't listen. But then I said it because I'm on a different frequency now. And you forget that. You see, that's the funny thing about life. You did all this shit already. All oh, this question I'm doing, I did it already. When the nigga died, I went out and got Machiavelli and read the shit. Or what I could interpret of it. And I said, man, this book is too deep for me. No, it wasn't too deep for me. I wasn't ready to accept that when I read the book on Machiavelli, I said, damn, this sound like a fuckboy. This nigga sound like a bitch ass nigga right here. That's what I read from the book, Nicolio Machiavelli, Machiavelli, The Prince. About 16 pages in, Sound like a fuckboy. Well, as you used to say back then, it sounded like a bitch ass nigga, man, when you read that book. It can't be my hero. This can't be my hero's type of thinking to deceive me, to think he's a man of good moral character. To deceive me into thinking he's a man of good moral character only for financial profit. That's what Machiavelli was about. And then when you dig deeper and you find out this is the political, uh, you dig deeper and you find out this is the political manifesto for all the politicians. They all read Nicolio, Nicolo Machiavelli, the prince. They all read it. A gift given is a gift received. See, I, didn't, I wasn't ready to understand that this nigga was on, a, this nigga was acting right then. 
Mama gave me game, baptized in public. Now you're all thugs, nigga. Y'all done love it. Because when I look back, they're going to blame Easy e They're going to blame, I mean, Schoolie D was the first nigga with the PSK rap talking about the gats on the rap. They blame a lot of people for gangster rap. Nobody did gangster rap better than Tupac because he gave you gangster rap with a reason, right? And you can't ever give niggas a reason. You can't ever give niggas a reason. You give niggas a reason, they'll create a whole new season. That's how powerful we are in our minds. We just create these new realities. We're all thugs. When did that stop? Because if you think about it, right? Gangster rap really begins in 1988, 88, when Straight Outta Compton is released by NWA on August 8th, 1988. Eight, 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 eight. Nothing going on there. I don't want to tell you what happened eight months later and eight years later. You can do the math. Kind of talking about it. And you know another thing about Easy E is. He always had jokes on Tupac. You gotta look this up. There's an Arsenio interview where they asked Easy E about gangster rap, and he like, man, I don't know no gangster rap. All I do is reality. And he says, so what would you call? You know Arsenio be. So what would you call this uh, studio gangster? He said, uh, I define that as a motherfucker that used to be dancing like a bitch, and now he all, uh, you know, he all a gangster. I know what you're talking about right there. He did the Humpty dance when he did it. Everybody's like, oh. What did I say about people who don't stick on the scripts? And damn, I forgot the Tupac lyric, but he was talking about somebody who died of AIDS. It's a whole shit. Damn, I forgot it. See, I didn't do research for this. I just came raw because I tried to go to sleep. I said, nah, I got to hit them with a new... Uh, New podcast episode. This is Saturday morning. Well, good morning. I got my cup of Joe. Do you, Joe? <laughs> Tupac Shakur, the great actor. Christopher Wallace, another great actor. That big ass wall. How many people lost their lives? You see. The actors are real, the people who follow, the social engineers are fake, but us who follow the social engineers, our uh, our repercussions are fucking real. Peace, Jock. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Raw, Raw House Podcast Experience. Mm-hmm. We're just discussing that we are who our social engineers made us to be. And unfortunately, a lot of them niggas was paid CIA actors. Do you know what the original name of the group NWA is, y'all? Going once, going twice, CIA. That was their first name. <laughs> yeah. When did we become gangsters? 88. Before that, you didn't wear... A hood, unless you needed it for a reason. Unless you were doing athletic activity. Nobody really wore that shit like that. Unless you're doing athletic activity or robbing somebody. When did dressing up like you robbing somebody become culture? Come on, we don't want to talk about it, but it's true. 
When did he even wear a baseball cap? Because you notice it used to be a style, yeah, take your fucking hat off when you come into businesses. But we've de debauched your society so low because why are you trying to cover the top of your head? Inside doors, everywhere you go, your hat is on. This is gang activity. And where was it promoted better than gangster rap? What else came out in 1988? Colors, color, 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 colors. Just all coincidences. But they even tell you in their own programming, if you're gonna be a detective, you can't accept no fucking coincidences. 1988, colors. I saw colors do brain damage to niggas in my own circle. One nigga, I ain't gonna say his name, he know how he rolling now, he's still a good brother. I ain't down in nobody's tribal affiliation because we all got to be somebody, right? But he know, I remember I used to tell him, I said, I think you watch this movie too much, bro. And today, he Mr. Triple OG and all Come on, man. We old enough. We live long enough. We live through it. You see, the reason I can talk this now is because in 1995, 94, 96, 97, I hate to tell you this, we are special. We wasn't supposed to live through that era, man. They want that niggas dead. They want us to kill each other. That whole East Coast, West Coast was, please be stupid enough to start killing each other. That's what it was. I'm old enough to say it. That's all it was. And it hurts my heart when I think of all the brothers who went to jail and died. Because mentally, you're being who your social engineer programmed you to be. And we ain't that deep. We think we're so deep. Humanity. You're no different than a dog being trained. Don't they teach you that? What's the first thing they teach you in psychology? What is it? I've logs dog, yeah? We ain't nothing but that. The only reason I can talk this shit is because my initial social engineering, my engineers, my mother and father, promoted inquisitiveness and reading and challenging authority. So I am who my social engineers programmed me to be. And then we cancel those social engineers as we meet other social engineers. You remember the movie? 88 is when that meeting happened. Tell me more about that. You remember that movie? Uh, let me check and make sure I'm still recording on the anchor. The anchor be funny when you record too long. They be like, you record too long. This is a little pussy podcast about making pie that are 10 minutes. Check out my little long arm strong. Remember that movie, True Lies? With uh, 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 Tom Arnold. You remember when he told Arnold Schwarzenegger, he told him some real shit. When he said, uh, she's stealing from me, Dana. I caught her stealing from my wallet. He said, she's not your kid no more. She's not your daughter no more. Her parents are Madonna. Bruce Springsteen. Marilyn Manson. It's true. Those are your parents when you're in high school. Because I can't be this old fart. It's just the nature of, and that's why... In African society, 12, 13, when you start feeling like you're looking at me like I'm an old fart, guess what, smart ass? It's time to go over there and build your own hut. 12, 11, 13. Get the fuck out of here then. Since you're looking at me crazy, like you're so smart, go over there and build your own hut. That's what we do in African society. But in American society, you're trapped in the house and you get all this animosity against your parents, and guess what? Social engineers have figured out to give you a social engineer at this right crucial time of teenagerism.
It ain't no word, but shock a man speaking that word. Fuck niggas, get up on your turd, bitch nigga. Shit up your ass and up your mouth. And I ain't from down the south, but I just make it all around. And I know how to pronounce fuck nigga. Get up on your gang, cash app, shock a man, pop it, fuck nigga. Looking stupid and still, get up on your wheel. Just who your social engineers made you to be. That's all we are. They like the Bad Brain shirt, that's the original rock and roll band. You know what I'm saying? But the social engineers have a, a, new, a new boss for you. Oh, when you become about 16, you know? Chances are, they by the time, and we came up in an uh, interesting era, when I was born in 79, you know? You think your parents, uh, your parents think they know the game. They're hip. My parents swore they were hip and telling me the game. Like, you better do this and that. The game be switching, man. Up on his ass every five seconds. And back then, it was slower. They didn't have social media to, to spread messages and then the game be switching quick. It wasn't but 1994 when I was in the deep south and motherfuckers was making it fun of me for wearing Hill Figure and Nautica. And Polo, they were talking about we had Duckhead down here, shawty. Now the social media come out, everybody dressed like they from uh, the fresh off Saks Fifth Avenue, not Saks Peach Street, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying, the game switched so quick. Back then, the niggas were satisfied with $50 skips. Now they see niggas on the ship, the Jordans and the Gucci print. Everybody got to spend their bag now. You see that? Social engineers changed the game. And your parents didn't give you a game. The game was outdated. So automatically you look at him as a buster. First time your father told you to talk to that girl. That shit ain't work, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? That shit was from 78. It's 87. It's 98. Smoking coffee and drinking weed. As a buck. So weird. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. You know, shout out. I'm just going to go off topic real quick. I'm going to get to what you're saying right there. I'm going to make sure I say this here, Steve. Shout out to all the women who magically deleted me from the last lot. What did I do wrong? I don't give a fuck. Wasn't fucking me. Pussy probably staring like a whale anyway. But why are you deleting me after I got on the lot? That's part of that, that's part of that paradigm smashing. Cause the bitch gotta portray me as a scrub and a dumb nigga. But when I start talking this shit, let me tell you, 2020 man, if you a dumb nigga, this gonna be, a, it's only gonna get worse as the years go on. Because the propaganda is so effective. The propaganda is so effective. That's why it's so important to remove legend like public enemy and carriage for Absolutely. Absolutely. And the brother was talking about the meeting in 88. That happened as well. It's all true, man. It's all true. And I believe eight years after Straight Out of Confidence, the time, day Tupac died. No, eight years that they released Easy Does It. You know what I'm saying? Which I think was September 8th. It's all crazy shit. But even then, this is the thing I want y'all to understand. That's a great point Jamel is bringing up there. This is a part I want you to understand too. Even when they bring us the good parts of hip hop, like Public Enemy, this is only to open us up to the worst. You see what I'm saying? 
Because how can I, because I used to say this to myself, how can Def Jam release some of the shit it released and have Public Enemy at the same time? Public Enemy's against all of that. But I gotta give you everything. I gotta give you as above and so below. And even when I look at Public Enemy, nigga, it ain't hard to understand. Flavor Flav, you look at him in the group. They had to give you that. Couldn't be too woke now. You know what I'm saying? But also, if you think about it, you couldn't tell me Flavor Flav wasn't smoking crack the whole time he was in the 80s in public, innit? Crack probably got better as he got money. But I'm getting to a point with this. You notice the time they started popping Flavor Flav for smoking crack. There was a time he used to get arrested almost every two weeks. I'm not even exaggerating on Fox 5. You say rapper or Flavor Flav, you see him come, about that time when Flavor Flav was getting arrested every two weeks was the time gangster rap was in full form. I'm talking about 91, 92, chronic. You know what I'm talking about? Even that last NWA album was fired. Gangster rap was reaching a level of quality now. It's not just shock value and, and a nigga getting on the beat. Jah, jah, jah. Now we got quality. The, the lyrics are quality. The music is quality. The groove is quality. And at that time, Flavor Flav is getting arrested every two weeks on the news for smoking crack and beating up random crack bitches. Because that's why they give you these shits. They always give you a, a fail safe, a lever they could pull back on you to say, hey, stop that nigga, you're going too far. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, 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 it's Because if you look at the civil rights movement, and this is what I'm learning now, because I'm in constant state of learning as we all should be, Cash App, Shackin' Man, Poppy. This is the Raw House Podcast Experience. Pop guys put them out. Oh, no, motherfucker. You know how I put them in on Uno with these, man? They're not ready for this one. Watch this, man. Where's my guy? You know how this is number one? Because he's sponsored by. That's right. That's right. Latino people. On a serious tip, though. <laughs> one more time for my man. Even this nigga's probably an agent over my shoulder right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all fucking stage. The best basketball player I know of is Stefan Marbury. You know why? Because I saw his heart beating. I bumped into him. He's a real person. He's not an android or nothing. And he wasn't no lever on the ball or no shit. That nigga was making it go in a lot. Pause. And that's what I hold on to now. Reality. What I saw. Because a lot of this shit. <laughs> Even when I look back at the O.J. Simpson case, right? It's like. Certain shit you just see. And it go, you remember when that nigga came out of jail the second time for 33 years? He was sentenced. But he didn't do 33. But he sentenced him to 33 years. This nigga came out with a tan. That's one conspiracy I don't believe. Tupac was locked up because we came out, he was white. I said, whatever you was, nigga, you was not near the sun. That nigga looked like a white man. He came out, his scene was wide. He wasn't smoking and drinking, you could tell. You know what I'm saying? Lips even got white. I said, nigga, you was somewhere away. This is calm or some shit. I'm not going into all that. But, 
Why y'all bitches deleting me, man? <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, hey, girl, I got to add you again? Damn, girl. what I do? Besides tell you the truth. See, think about that, too. How many young girls are out here being a whore that don't want to be a whore? And it's worse for them. I hate that I keep talking about this, but it's true. It's worse for the girls. Because even back in the 90s when they wanted us to kill us, kill ourselves, there was brothers telling you, don't be doing that, young fella. They're on TV, you know, showing you this is a dead end. That is a dead end. And you know another thing is that rap did for me? Rap showed me successful drug dealers before I actually knew any. I'm just keeping it real. I'm a young nigga. I wasn't on the street. But the first successful drug dealers I see is in the rap game. Because, nigga, you know how I saw drug dealers when I was in school? And I'm going to make sure I'm recording this. Because this is an important point I wanted to mention on a previous podcast, but I forgot. You know what I used to think? I never saw successful drug dealers until I saw the rap game. When I was young, I saw a nigga dealing drugs. You might see a nigga, he dirty and a little dusty. And you see him shining, coming up. His glasses start looking a little like this or brighter. He got a little shit here. Start wearing baseball jersey. That ain't the, the, the bullshit one. That's the one they wear in the field. This nigga got a certain aura about him now. You can feel the aura. As a kid, you can see people's aura better. That's why people say, you act like a baby. Yeah, I can see your pussy aura. Pussy mouth. You can see people's aura. And them dope boys back then, I can see their aura. I said, this nigga got a whole bunch of shit going on. <laughs> you can see it. All that shit I want that he got. Mm. He got Genesis in the bag. Like, it ain't shit. He just bought that shit. My mother thinking about, oh, we're going to see what happens when I get this check and that check. That nigga got that shit in the bag with like 20 games. He just bought that shit. Mm. And I'm admiring that, but I see the aura and energy around this motherfucker. Next time you see that nigga, he in a wheelchair. Shit back. Going long dreads now. Arms brought your shit. That's how I used to see them. I was like, damn, it's like you shining, and then you're gonna have a shit bag when you dead. Or next time I see you on somebody's t shirt. That's how dangerous I said, man, that's a hell of a dice game. But what make that dice game look like you could win? The casino advertisement, which is gangster rap. <laughs> That's the casino advertisement. That's the, God bless on that, Chris. That's the casino, casino advertisement for gangster rap. I mean, that's the casino advertisement for gangster life, is gangster rap. That you think you could win, I could win. And you might, we all have, we all have, speaking of that, you should see you just hit me up one thing. I hope y'all didn't see that. This should be on point, though. You should see you just hit me up and said, facto. <laughs> but anyway, all right, nigga, stop, 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 stop. The casino. I know, because I don't gamble. You go there, they set you up nice, you think you can win. You ain't gonna win. And if you do, there's a, you gotta come with us. Right? Ain't it funny? You won. What? It, casino, the casino's the only place you win. You don't get no freedom. Hey, you won. There's a bunch of people coming around. And I'm a person who likes my personal freedom, my personal space. So that fucks me up in the casino. But the first thing I want to do is go in my room and jerk off on the money. No, I can't do that. I can't even see the money. Come with us, Mr. Diablo. You see? 
That's what happened when you win the casino. And what movie? You see, there's a lot of movies I saw when I was young. I said, this is a piece of shit. This is quality. What movie did they show you somebody win the casino? And uh, the gangster rap, the gangster life casino. And they said, hey, come here, boy. Belly, 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 belly. You remember? Hey, 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 coach or something? No, I'm here for you, Tommy. Tommy. I'm here for you, Tommy. Man, a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble, boys. Here's how we make it right. Uh huh. <laughs> That's what happens when you win the casino. You don't just get to go off. No, people got to come talk to you. Because now, like Jay-Z said, you're at the top where the real criminal minds meet. It's where you're dreaming, right? It's where the cream is. Well, ain't it? If you're not thinking like that, I'm sorry. You're only a customer. Look at me damage my brain cell after all I told you. Oh. You know that could be bullshit, too? There's so much shit they tell us in life that's bullshit. You know what's real shit? If you take a shit and don't wipe your ass, it's gonna stink. If you don't take a shower, you're gonna smell bad. If you don't read, chances are your brain won't work, you're gonna get dumb. These are real shit. All this shit they tell you in the doctor and shit, it's only real when you die. I hate to say it. <laughs> it's only real when you die. Yeah. <laughs> If you can still see auras at this age, what do you see now, Latino? Motherfucker. I mean, I can't say it no more than that. I am an apostle of Tupac Shakur, and at this point in time, 38% of me think he might have just been an agent provocateur. And the only reason I can accept that, I'm going over this with people just, is because I know Biggie was part of the play too. It's a grand opera. A grand opera, man. Meant to do what? Keep the black man on a low vibrational frequency. To legitimize gangster lifestyle, which is a casino where you will not win. And if you do, the people come to take you off to the side. And if you don't, you get taken off to the side and you don't play by the games, guess what? You get blackballed. Because you're not going with the script. We're all acting here. What are you? You're not playing the game. You're not playing the show. The, the, the audience wants to see this. We didn't call for that. So the part of Tupac I'm holding on to is I think that he was a part. Uh, uh, he was a person who, who didn't like his uh, role. And he wanted to get out of it. Because when I look at it, they could have used him for so much more. This pussy shit they had him in. If he was really working with them people, they could have used him for so much more. Fuck all this fake death shit. So it makes me think a part of them did kill him because he was going off script. You gotta stay on the script. You know what I'm saying? The Raw House is off script, but guess what script we on? G-O-D, motherfucker, get through that if you can. Bitch mouth, bitch sauce. What else y'all want me to discuss, man? There's people watching. Come on, talk to me now, man. I already told y'all, man. I just told y'all my hero was a fucking performer, agent provocateur. 38% going up to 48%. Now, what else y'all want me to discuss on here, man? Talk to me, people. Talk to me, good people. We are the real celebrities, man. You know what I'm saying? We are them, man. Fuck a... Fuck a... Fuck, fuck these rappers I know. The best, the best rapper I know... The best rapper I know is my homie Trizza Avo. You know why? Because I really know him. He's a real person. 
rest of these niggas is plants. <laughs> they somebody man. Don't you hate reading that story? Don't you hate reading that story? When uh, you, you think somebody's a natural, uh, talented person, and you read up, this is so-and-so cousin. You're like, nigga, don't tell me this bullshit story. You used to work at 7-Eleven. A lot of times they just doing that to add to the story they about to play, the role they about to play. Working at 7-Eleven. Nigga, please. Did you know Future Cousin is, uh, his, his uncle is fucking Rico Wade, the head of our cast production team? Yeah. You just hate hearing that shit. I just want to hear natural people make it. It's hard for natural people to make it. You know, it's independent artists. I always say, those are niggas that got bullets in their ass. You notice that, right? Because <laughs> you off scripts. You off script. There's a penalty in this life when we off script. Well, the Shaka Man whole life been off script, dog. At every level, I do what the fuck I wanted to do, even if it didn't work out. It didn't work out, but you know what? It makes for a hell of a wrinkle. It gives your brain some hell of a wrinkle, you know it? But it's up. Think about the females, though. It, I got Che up here, but I'm saying, like, even he could be a fraud, man. Everybody's half a fraud. I'm reading his book. He is a fraud. In the first fucking 20 pages, he tell you that niggas got him down as a Taurus. When you read his uh, Wikipedia, it says he's a Taurus. This nigga say he don't even know when he's born. Listen, all these, I'm happy you brought that up, Dev. All these revolutionaries we've been given and social engineering into believing and using in our life, they always got a mysterious birth. Even Tupac, that's not his name. His birth name was Lesane Crooks. Who the fuck is Crooks? His father's name is William Garland. Crooks is the name of the woman that him and his mama had up. All respect to you, sister. But, you know, y'all was free. Listen, all that, just like we mad at Black Lives Matter today, and that's where all the freaks and the weirdos and LGBTQ too, they was in the movement then too, nigga. She named Tupac after her lover in jail. It's a fact. Who's telling you this? Hit that cash up. I'm, I'm no bigger Tupac fan than me. It hurts my heart to tell you these type of things. All these revolutionaries got skate, shaky beginnings. Because if I can't tell a tree from its roots, you can tell me this is anything, right? This could be, I can do anything. But I took a look, it's in the book. Music is healing. And it's also uh, damaging as well. You know what I'm saying? They've shown studies of like, if you play certain levels of gangster rap on a, on, a, on ice and, and fragile ice, how the ice look? Ugh, the ice look crazy. If you play some classical, that should start breaking up all night. Rhythmic and harmony and pleasing to the eye. But you play some of this shit today, some of that little boating shit. Could you imagine the brain? And then they tell us our bodies is what? 50%, 80%, 90%, 100% water, whatever, right? So imagine your vibration when that's all you take in. At least Tupac and them social engineers gave us a little bit of social commentary. So there was a little break in that vibration. But even that's dangerous because that makes you think it's okay 
because my brain accepts this, that I can accept this. You see? When did this become a part of hip hop too? That was programmed into us too. All around 91, 92. 92 is when they started pushing that weed, chronic. Who else came out? They gave me chronic on the west. Who they gave us on the east coast in 92? Who did they give us on the east coast in 92? The weed guy, Red Man. Mm-hmm. Red Man. And didn't that nigga tell you on that shit? How to roll a blunt. It's how to roll a blunt. It's how to roll a blunt. Nigga broke it down so perfect. And he just an artist. You don't really notice how you're being used by a tall Israeli named, uh, what's my man's name? Lear, liar, I like to say liar coin. Hey, what you gonna do? You gonna teach people how to roll a blunt? <laughs> That's what they really want, Reggie. Uh, we are who our social engineers designed us to be. 1992, that's the year they started pushing that weed. Dr. Dre himself said he'd never smoke weed obsessed because that's known to give a brother brain damage. And then 1992, he give us the weed culture. You find out this Bama ain't produced shit. Program some drums and steal keyboards from everybody and steal this from everybody. It's just a fact. We know it. Come on, man. At every level, Dr. Dre gave you a worse level to take it to. Only now, Kendrick Lamar has redeeming quality. After he done debauched you down. N.W.A. Uh, okay, Snoop Doggy Dog. Nigga, parents were going crazy. You don't remember your parents were like, what the fuck? Because they realized what was going on. Snoop was the first person to bring you this devilish frequency, this gangster frequency, this backwards frequency. On the same sound level, some nice. Even your mama like him. I like him. Your mama might say, I like him. You talking about fucking a bitch right up her ass. She named the fucking album Doggy Style, bitch. Why that sounds so good, down to you. He another cat. Fucking best album he ever wrote. He didn't write it. None of that shit. You tell me, has he ever rapped that good? Cap, 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 cap. Actors, man. <laughs> Paid actors. Can you dig it? Oh. Paid actors, man. Think of all the brothers that went to jail, man. And that's another thing, too. You're a better athlete than the athlete you cocksuck. The dope boy that you cocksuck in the industry, you didn't realize he got there. This nigga can't sell no fucking birds, man. And you feel like a bird. Because you went out there and sold dope and did it, and then you meet this nigga, and he's a bitch, he didn't do this shit. You start talking QPs and all this shit, this nigga's like, yeah, yeah, fuck you mean, yeah, nigga, you ain't never with nothing. And here you was taking fucking hellfire chances on your ass, because you listen to this jackass on the radio. This is real life. But it's a key component in conspiracy, what is called conspiracy culture to admit you've been fooled. You gotta admit you've been fooled. It's a key component in your life. Don't just be fronting and pretending. They got me. They got us all. That's why niggas say, you can't talk like that. Nigga. How you know, nigga? This shit is the Wizard of Oz. Peace, Duke. That was a good connect. 
Got my shit right. Yeah. Which actually sparked me to do this today. Baby. Royal House baby. Royal House baby. Yes. What else we gonna talk about, y'all? Come on. Come on, give me some topics, y'all. We on the Royal House Saturday morning raw. Homeschooling. It's not a bad idea. Listen, I'm trying to get the fuck out of New York. <laughs> I started talking this dangerous talk. And I realized I need to have a pistol on my side. Where should I go? Uh oh! Dirty. My dirty in this bitch. You know it's going down. Yeah, man, we was talking about. Y'all, I'm happy you're here, man, because I was talking about how <laughs> Tupac Shakur rhyme with Asian provocateur. Yeah, I'm tearing down my own statues today. Yo, can you believe it? Say 38% Tupac. Yeah, baby, the fuck, boy. <laughs> you gonna like to listen to this one. It's, it's, just, it's just, it's just, I've been doing the research, man. All these niggas be acting, man. You know? Do you think it's a coincidence the first time we really saw Barack Obama was Puffy who introduced him to us? Come on, man. You niggas be all cap, be a cap, cap fest. You know what I'm saying? But what I was saying about the females as far as this gangster lifestyle shit. Now, I think the men are finished. That's the point I wanted to make. We're gonna get into that. I think the men are finished as far as the gangster rap part of us. We're done. I know we're done, because they got niggas with green and purple hair. Now, you know, with their titties out. And a little clothes. And a little sandals. With their niggas feel like they can paint their toes and toenails and still be a gangster and have a purse. So the men are finished. That's why it's this Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. This is the next people that, these are the next social engineers. Because the women got to be finished too, right? And why it's even more dangerous, yo, there's no scared straight for the hoes that are in, in society. Because you can't slut shame. Could you imagine that? If you, if, if I, all the shit I was talking today about Tupac and the damage he did promoting the gangster lifestyle, you should imagine somebody so you can't gangster shame. When we got so many black men who lost their lives and are incarcerated because of gangster uh, ideology. Could you imagine you can't gangster shame? What? Things are wrong that are wrong that are wrong. And if you're doing wrong and you're being successful, you know you're one of the few rolling dice. You know that. You don't know that. You don't not know that, rather. People that are doing wrong and successful at it, they know they're in a rare space. That's why they're so fucking arrogant. That's why the dope boy, you can't even touch him, man. The dope boy, when he come around, he be, he be around you, you be talking some regular shit. Hey, man, don't touch me, man. Don't touch me with your regular shit, man. Your regular life shit. Because he know he got to be in a blessed space. The nigga that's really doing it and doing it successfully know that he is playing. That's why they all gamble. All successful dope boys are gamblers. Am I right or wrong? Because they know they booty hole been on the line. They like, nigga. <laughs> but when it comes down to hoeing, and they tell people, hey, you shouldn't do this. Sound too much truth for that agent. Stand up, you agent. Bloody agent. Stand up, bloody agent. So why don't successful hoes tell people, hey, yo, you probably shouldn't be sucking dick? 
You probably should wait till you get. I don't see no hoes saying that. Successful hoes. Successful gangster man tell you, probably shouldn't do this shit I just did. Hoes did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. They do at least say that, right? But it's not for the women. And now in 2020, that's being accelerated. That programming is being accelerated for the female, for the young female. And extremely dumbed down cadence now. And there's no filter. There's no show you can watch. I mean, even when they do the scared straight with the, uh, sometimes they be having the bull daggers on there. You never see, it don't need to be no bull dagger. The bull dagger wasn't sucking 50 dicks a day, like Cardi B and them be talking about and taking it up. The bull dagger was serving coke. She should be talking to the niggas. Where are the hoes to tell these bitches that bitch? One day I went to the doctor and I bust 80 bloody golf balls out my pussy. And the doctor said, you got a fucking uh, uh ball of STDs. Bitch, I don't know what the fuck this is. Why nobody come and tell them stories? Those stories need to be told to girls. If we're gonna have these girls out here talking sexual vulgarity at a gangster level, you gotta come with the balance and tell them what come with that. That's just balance. That's above and below to me. But we don't have it like that. Do I think Ice Cube is real about what he's saying or another Asian? Well, I'm split. You know, I love Gemini people. I seem to get along with them. But it seems like these niggas is always in the middle of splitting shit up. He's also a Gemini, just like Tupac and Big E and Donald Trump and Kanye West. Niggas that got you going like this. What? Which way? Which way? Uh -huh. And he's also telling you his name. What did I just tell you about what controls us? The cubes. You see, you think it's a joke. These niggas ain't playing. These niggas is master builders. And I get caught up in their motion because he also is the original social engineer. He's the original, uh, like the T-1000. He was the RBG-1000, the revolutionary but gangster 1000. Was Ice Cube. The RBG-1000. The RBG-1000 is coming to radicalize gangsters and gangster radicals. And in the end, you will not be able to tell which is which. Can you tell snitch-ass agent? That is why you are falling in the background. Tupac was the RBG 2000 and beyond. He was the first. Cube, is it? The Ice Cube. Controlling your vision. Ain't that the name of his production company? Cube Vision? Uh. A man who could be a member of the nation of Islam and at the same time have St. Ives commercials. This is him. This is the same guy who I watch on news channels, on Newsweek. The McNeil News Hour. They bring this nigga out with esteemed scholars back in the day. Ice Cube, 92, 93, 94, 95. This is the man they would bring out. The man who I watched Boys in the Hood the other day, and I said, man, <coughs> this might be the greatest actor of all time. But this nigga said this is his first time acting, and he didn't do no fucking school or nothing. He just, 
That's another pro archetype he gave us in Boys in the Hood, isn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this whole world, all these niggas are players. And when I look at it, Q is going to say he's saying things that are right, he's doing things that are right. But one thing Roland Martin called him out on, he told him, how exactly does this plan help black people? That nigga couldn't answer. And for a straight shooter who's a rapper, to not be able to answer a question like that, it, it brings me to pause. And another thing that brings me to pause, but in reality, all these niggas are playing a game, man. All these niggas is playing roles. And the role for 2020 is to have our brains fragmented like shit and going up, down, left, right, left, right, left, right, right, left, right? We've been watching a movie this whole fucking time. Think of all the scams they could pull off on us before there was cameras around. That's why I say when I pray, I say I humbly submit. You know? Because you don't really know, man. I wasn't around. It's a lot of bullshit. If you think people capping now, because you imagine when there was no videos in every corner? You know how easy it is to cap a motherfucker? If you went back into fucking... The time just now, you don't need no technology, nigga. You just need your brain. You can tell niggas all kind of shit. So, really, the most accurate movie you could watch about our world is The Wizard of Fucking Oz. When you get to these niggas, and after you follow these social engineers, and somehow you make it through the traps of life to get up to them. Just like in basketball, that happens too. Think about it. Even my, I say, I'm Shakavelli. These two niggas are Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, that's a name they gave to me because I couldn't dunk when I was young. It was like a backwards uh, salute until I started dunking a niggas' mama and his brother. But when I think of that, even that nigga is like a joke, dog. Are you serious? Think, if, if you take away my. My fucking idol worship. Is this serious? Seven foot one, 300 pound man. When have you ever seen a man move like that? Consistently. The most niggas that move like that, they leg break off. You see Greg Order, all the niggas, they leg. This nigga is 750, and he wasn't working out. That nigga was eating 50 pancakes, and eating 20 pounds of bacon, and eating racks of ribs before the game. And taking a shit out, a big nasty shit at halftime. And then jumping. And his big fat ass jumping 50 inches off the ground. And then you find out this nigga come off a military base. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then though he love to show you the Greek shot talking Yeah, I'm a Mason. You see, bro? Right there, bro. I'm a Mason, bro. They shot kidding. I couldn't be a Mason if you were for the others. You ain't never gonna see that again off a military base. <laughs> I'm telling you some shit here, man. And that's who I idolize. But you know what? I know I don't come off no military base. I know when I broke a backboard, it wasn't set up for a mob shot to be there and a bunch of fuck shit. I'm happy we down to three now. I'm talking some more real shit. 
I know when I broke a backboard, it wasn't a Marvin Rashad there and inside stuff. And oh shit, oh my main man, you know, it wasn't set up like that. I know it wasn't no cap when I broke backboards. So shit, maybe I'm the real Shaq, nigga. Fuck. Cause I don't come off no military base, and I ain't got no 33 degree ring. I ain't that tough to have no donkey fuck me up my booty or whatever y'all niggas be doing in them backwards ass place. So you see, that goes back to my point. We passed our social engineers. I must be talking shit in the corner of my mouth getting one. We study our social engineers and we done passed them niggas. We done passed them niggas. I'm in, I'm in college raising ruckus thinking I'm Tupac. Nigga, that nigga wish he was me. That he did it for real. When I look back at that nigga picture sometimes, he always got this look like he's in so much remorse. Yeah, these niggas be playing roles, man. What Kanye West said, doesn't Pinocchio wish he could be a real boy? Uh-huh. See, but he's a nigga I kind of believe. I think, can't you tell that nigga be going off script all the time? But we did not plan that, motherfucker. <laughs> the social engineers we be studying and trying to live like we done passed them, y'all. In every way. The only thing we can do is get down to their level. That's why I play that song at the end, Vibrate High. Hey, this don't mean I still don't enjoy Tupac music. This don't mean I still don't believe in him. He's a good, I mean, I could be wrong. That's the thing I want to talk to you about in this podcast. I'm not that dude. How can I tell y'all to believe you being fooled by the government and powers that be if I don't throw away my own belief right in front of you? And that's what I've done today. Who's doing this, man? I was just sucking Tupac's dick maybe two or three episodes ago. Tell me how it's revolutionary culture. You know what else is revolutionary culture? Satanism. <laughs> that's the original revolutionary culture. When you really want to get down to the dirt. That's the original revolutionary culture. Worshipping a fallen angel. Now how about this about my idol? When he died, what kind of necklace he had around his neck? What was on that necklace? A fallen angel holding a gun. No, holding a gun, which the clip was a snake. So the snake and the head of the gun was a clip. That's what Tupac had around his neck when he died. Fallen angel holding the gap connected to a snake's body. My God, Tupac Amaru Shakur, shining serpents. So I'm throwing away parts of my own reality right before you, right here, to show you that we got to build, and this is all the matrix, y'all. It really is. Who knows, man? Nigga, JFK could still be alive. This ain't no QAnon and shit. He could be. He could be laughing at you. Tupac could be watching this shit, laughing at you. One of them niggas I don't know that, that just add, that joined this chat. One of them cats I don't know that just joined this chat. I don't even know their name. I don't know how to friend. That could be Tupac right there. Like, nigga, this nigga talking shit. Like, oh, you're right, you're right. Who gonna believe you, nigga? And I'm not saying that to make no idol worship or no conspiracy talk. It's about the point of the show today is... We are who our social engineers designed us to be. And the best social engineers should be your parents, 
And what they should teach you is to be inquisitive and don't believe everything you see. Let me tell y'all something I've learned too. Man, I wish I had some water right now. Soon I'm gonna have a girl in some booty shorts bringing me some uh, libation when I need it. Like them fake revolutionary niggas the Panthers ran down. Sisters, libation! I speak it, so it shall be it. Just like I spoke as this. And look at here. Now nah, be it, fuck, nigga. Benjamin Crump, attorney at law. Civil rights. My finger's too big for this iPad mini. Revelation of method. Too big for you. Girls, iPad money. Forfeit, bitch. Benjamin Crump. Whenever you see this nigga around, it's capping going down. I don't give a fuck if they told you a grandmama got shot in the ghetto. When you see Benjamin Crump come around, whole lot of capping going on. Look at him. Do you know how many events in our society, you know how many documentaries on Netflix they got up there for us to go watch? That are so real. Yeah, they just bring somebody in front of you and his, that shit say lawyer right there. They just bring somebody in front of you and that shit say psychiatrist right there. They just bring somebody in front of you and they should say I'm a psychic medium right there. And we don't, because we got lives. I got to go to work. I got to jerk this dick. I got shit to do. We don't be paying attention to that shit. But if you go look that shit up, a lot of these people, in, listen to what I'm saying. A lot of these people in documentaries that are on Netflix, Amazon, HBO Max, and such, that they have with credentials under their name, you go and look for their credentials, they got an IMDB page, which is an active page, and they got lined up where they've been in various plays and documentaries acting as that. That's the only thing. You can't find no official accreditation on them as a lawyer, as a psychic, as a psychiatrist, but you can find them acting and playing these roles a thousand times on IMDb. When you see Benjamin Crump, whole lot of capping going on. I don't give a fuck if they hung a black baby in Mississippi on fucking Malcolm X's birthday. Whole lot of capping going on. We here? We still here? They ain't shut us down yet. My man said, now you want to shake up. I said, it's funny how Cardi B can say she drugged people and not go to jail. That's what I'm talking about. We are at the point of the female gangsters. They could do what they want, dog. They got this. This is this their show. Yeah, she can tell you that. She told you she was drugging niggas in the Bill Cosby. She, was, she said she was Cosby and niggas too, dog. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you see Benjamin Crump, it's a fucking it's a fucking production. You know another thing I want to talk about is the civil rights movement. And if y'all paying attention still, the reason I'm doing so much talking today is I'm about to have some special guests, so y'all might not get this raw talking soon. But I ain't this. The same people who put together the civil rights movement are the same people who funded the black exploitation movie movement. Because the civil rights movement fragmented into all these pieces. And that's what we have today, man. 
these bastards of the party. Excellent documentary on the Bloods and Crips. You should check it out. The niggas in there is not actors, by the way. Hey, yo. This has been the Raw House Saturday Morning Raw. Excelsior. I thought you knew that.